0: Welcome to Return to Beacon Hills, a Teen Wolf Rewatch podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Will Wallace. Every week we watch and talk about the hit MTV series one episode at a time, but this week we're bringing you an interview with Melissa Ponzio that we recorded at HowlerCon 2022 in New Jersey. We also got to talk to a handful of fans and other actors, so make sure to stay to the very end to hear all of that. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at Podcast. There, our Wolfie patrons will gain access to awesome exclusives like early access to episodes, full moon AMAs, the Beacon Hills Movie Club, where we watch and provide commentary for movies starring the amazing cast of Teen Wolf and featuring the work of our talented crew, as well as guest video interviews and a monthly watch party. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash rtbhpodcast and join the pack. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at rtbhpodcast and Tumblr and TikTok at Return to Beacon Hills. If you'd like to ask us questions or offer suggestions for future topics to discuss, you can email us at beaconhills at gmail.com. All right, Wolfies, now we're going to jump over to our interview with Melissa Ponzio at HowlerCon 2022. Who's ready to talk about Teen Wolf with the wonderful Melissa Ponzio? Yay! We made it! Welcome to the very first live episode of Return to Beacon Hills. For those unfamiliar with us, we have a Teen Wolf Rewatch podcast that you can listen to on Spotify, Apple, Google, Audible, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe, please. Thank you. My name is Will Wallace, and I was a writer on Teen Wolf. I wrote five episodes, and it was the greatest job I've ever had, no lie at all. And it's also how I met uh, two of my very best friends and co-hosts. Got one right here, and we got a digital version of one right here. Um... Last year, uh, I was very lucky, and I got to work with uh, Jeff Davis, Joe Jr., and Russell McKeighy to shape the story for the upcoming Teen Wolf movie. Though there have been some significant changes since I was there, so we're all going to have some fun surprises uh, while watching it, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So my name is Polissa Mollis, and yeah, I met Will through a fan-run convention in 2014, so this is kind of coming full circle here. So we're going to come back at another convention and talk about Teen Wolf. And um, fortunately, Kate was unable to make it, but we do have, well, not her physical form. her digital form. She's a digital form, yeah. So let's hope technology is on our side with that one.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And then, yes, we have. We're very honored to be joined by the lovely Melissa Ponce. Thanks, you guys. <clears throat> Thanks for being here. Once again, gracious enough to talk to us about all things Teen Wolf because she's already been in one episode of our podcast, and it was, one
0: of the best episodes we've done. Aw. I love <laughs> it when you lie.
1: <laughs> I love it. I
0: it was a lie. It. It's the best No, episode, stop. So. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think uh, like Barbara
1: right up there. Barbara's amazing. Barbara had some stories to tell. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: <laughs>
2: Barbara will tell it. Yeah, she's one of my favorites.
0: Melissa, yes. uh, you've attended all the past TowerLACONS. cons.
2: yes. Haven't missed a one.
0: Haven't missed a one. So, and this is apparently the last one. So she says. So she says. So so she
2: says. Yeah, I actually posted some, um, I was, you know, going through all the images on my phone and we were here back in 2017 and it seems like uh, it was yesterday, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun for everybody to be here. I'm happy to see all your faces. Um, It's going to be a really great weekend. Uh, We're really excited about the movie. It was really wonderful to kind of get back together and. And uh, it'd it just be like, I, I know this sounds so corny, but you know, get the family back together. It oh, really yeah. was amazing. And we had some, well, I guess we'll get into
1: it. I don't wanna, sorry. No worries, no, no. She just goes like a freight no, train. it's all great. We love it. it's
0: all great, so, Okay, no, please. So we're we gonna win. We have some
1: questions, so okay. we're trying, try, gonna try to weasel some Teen right, weasel. Movie news out of you. <laughs> Let's do yes. it. Okay. So what was it like getting that first call that Teen Wolf was greenlit for an official movie? Well, it was
2: uh, really uh, out of the blue and surprising and one of the happiest phone calls I think that we could all get because, you know, not everybody, as you know, with all the different shows that you watch, not everybody gets, you know, another bite of the apple, so to speak. So I think that we were all really thrilled. And, um, you know, it's that it's that Double edged sword of not only are we thrilled to, to be back to work at a project that we all really love, but we all get to be back together. I mean, you know, they got the band back together, you guys, most of us, <laughs> most of us. So that was really wonderful. And as I was talking with Will, some of us had the opportunity actually to shoot out in Los Angeles as well as Atlanta. And that was really like crazy because here you are literally on the stages that, you know, you left so many years ago, and, and it's like nothing has changed. So, um, for those that were able to be out in Los Angeles, we were able to see some of the crew that couldn't make it to Atlanta. And so literally it was like a coming home experience. And then we came over to Atlanta and Atlanta's great. I don't have you, have you guys ever been to Atlanta? No, it's a great town. I mean, I live there, so (laughs) I'm going to tell you that it's great, but it was really great to shoot there. Um, you know, we did stuff on stages and on location and, and that was a lot of fun too. And just, we had, it was just, um. I don't wanna say that it was effortless because it takes hundreds of people in order for us to show up and have a real fun party on set, but it seemed pretty effortless.
0: And uh
2: yeah, yeah. And good writing, Will. Good writing,
1: Will.
0: It was mostly me. It was no matter what <laughs> Jeff says,
1: yeah, this was guy right with here. Kate and I like texting him ideas. Yeah. I'm like, hey, like, Will, wouldn't the it fun. be really funny if they say this? Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, uh,
0: New job, who dis? (laughs) Teen Wolf has always meant a lot to its devoted fans. Uh, What do you think the return of Teen Wolf will mean to these fans that have uh, stuck with the show all these years, even after the show ended?
2: Well, I guess we'd have to actually ask the fans, but um, I would hope that it, um, it was well worth the wait. I hope that you find the same level of um, creativity and mastery in everyone's department. I hope you find some really interesting new surprises. Uh, you know, I get a lot of uh, I get a lot of people coming and, and saying, "Hey, you know, I watched this when I was a kid, whatever that means," <laughs> um, and now I'm watching it with my you know y- younger sister, or younger brother. I've t- I turned a friend onto it, and I'm finding the show again. And so I hope that you know, we were able to take all those elements of the show and now create a completely different medium. Because as we were talking before, you know, uh, to, shoot a t- to shoot a TV show and to shoot a movie, completely different experiences. Um, or I could say for myself, it was a completely different experience. I mean, yeah, you're, you're sitting there and you're telling the same story, but just the way that it go, you go about it is, is different. And so that was a lot of fun for us as well. Um, you know, and there's always special effects.
0: Yes. Special
2: <laughs> effects and fighting and blood, so who, who doesn't love that?
0: No one. No one. That is the answer.
3: Working on the movie, did you get a chance to work with any actors that you didn't really get to share that much screen time with during the original
1: run of the show, such as Malia or Doctor Deaton. Yes, Deaton or Derek. I'd like to add. We realized when going back through, like you know, you don't get any scenes with uh, Tyler Hecklin. That's right. And I feel like that's just a really missed opportunity.
0: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, and I want to also say, like maybe in the fifth season or sixth season, when we ha- when we were having our like little convo of what would you like to happen with your character, which is always a wonderful thing. That that was the first time ever that anyone had asked my opinion about anything. So I gave it to them, and, and and it was and it was like it's really great to work with people that we haven't before. You know, I mean, I'd love to work with um, you know Shelly more. Shelly is so fun and fantastic and lovely, and um, I would have to say, and we talked about this actually, um, Seth and I, we um, I don't think it's a spoiler that we have scenes together this time, and that was a lot of fun. You know, we had a couple of we had a couple of uh, storylines within the show, uh, but Seth is just a really great dude he's so peaceful and uh and and our ships kind of passed on walking dead and so we didn't really get a chance to work together on that and so just to have a you know a couple of scenes this time around was was a lot of fun a lot of
1: fun and i think everybody has that enjoyment
2: you know absolutely Mm -hmm.
1: absolutely do you feel like the film will be accessible to people who've never watched the show before like they're just scrolling through paramount plus and see it And started, do you think that they'll just be completely lost
3: or? No,
2: I hope so. I mean, I think you guys did a really great job of weaving a new story. You know, you took the elements of what we had and you have have something new and it's encapsulated and it's right there and it's very attention getting. And um, there's a thread line all the way through it, and so from start to finish, I think someone could pick it up and watch it. And then I think start to finish, someone who's watched it for a very long time will find all those beautiful touch tones. There's a lot of there's a lot of fun in this one. So you know, some of those times where you know, where maybe the seasons were a little darker, right? Like the Dread Dread Doctors for me. You remember? I mean, I, I think it was in season four when we had that guy like pulling his teeth out do you guys remember that i was like dude where are we going (laughs) where are we going with this dentistry um but i think there's just there's more levity you know and i i I don't know if that's because the medium is different Mm -hmm. i mean what what would you say
0: i'm gonna throw this one to will oh wow um i don't know because like when we were when when we were breaking the story way back in october Mm -hmm. it didn't it didn't feel like a different medium. It didn't feel like we were telling a a, a different story because no. Teen Wolf yeah. has always been big and epic, right. you know. So just because we're now doing a movie, it's like, well, we're just going to be big and epic. We're already we know exactly what we're doing. And the one thing, but the one thing Jeff would did say is we don't have to worry about time. So you know, because the TV show was. 42 and a half minutes. Like, that's all the story you get. And now it's just like, I don't know, what do we need for the story? If, that's, if we need three scenes to do this thing, then we do it in three scenes instead of the old way, which was you get a line of dialogue to right. do all this. He went
2: that or, away. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So to, to me, as, as we were working on it, it felt just like a big, uh, I was about to say a big movie because it is a big movie. It felt just like a big episode. Like, it didn't, mm. it felt just like a natural continuation mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of the story and with the characters and just because it's 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 a movie in quotes because it's 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 going to be a paramount plus it didn't feel different mm. it just felt like oh we get to do the same thing again and it's, it's so much fun well
2: maybe it's to the point what i was telling you before like uh, you know to shoot again just to shoot a television show and movie feels different so maybe that's where my experience comes from right. or maybe and also to the to the tune of it being funny maybe we just read it funny <laughs> maybe it was to be funny and now it is because nobody corrected us okay Shelly's very funny she you know I touched on to her again you know maybe maybe we were just delivering it in a, in a different way and that'll be fun I mean I think you know there,
1: with the darkness there must be light so exactly Thanks. I'm actually gonna bring a question on you Will oh, sure um, I know you have looked at the completed script even though like you know it has changed mm-hmm. a lot how long is it you said it was pretty long yeah it was 140 pages 170
2: pages no
0: it wasn't that long it was
2: 290 pages there it is
0: there it is yeah 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 y'all can y'all can print that it's 100 true don't print that please um no it was it was like 125 130 it was and i read like i think i read like the white so who knows what happened Mm -hmm. After that, when when you're making TV in a movie, um, at some point the writer is working on it the entire time, and then at some point they say, "Okay, right now this is the white draft of the script," and they lock it, and then everything else that happens after that is revision. It's, it's all revisions and stuff like that. So you'll see a script. You can find a script. that's like, why is this script 153 pages? But then you flip through it, and it's only a half page or a quarter page and stuff like that. And that's just due to revision. So who knows what y'all got but the the white version i had i think was like 125 or mm-hmm. 130 mm-hmm. so i was excited though i was like yeah. ah there's so much in here it's so totally. great so totally yeah i'll
1: ask him uh questions occasionally and he'll be like i can't tell you that
0: you it's a lot of fun
1: right and i'm like no i want to know
0: now well <laughs> too bad
1: he's not into that
0: so. now there has to be some like, surprise there has yeah. to be something you know it's it's gonna be the teen wolf movie everybody has to go into it and be like
1: what I don't know if I'm emotionally prepared for that, though. Well, yeah, too bad! It's a
0: lot. <laughs> That's the answer to that. We've, we've heard that, you know, the Teen Wolf show ended 2013-ish. Mm. Um, as far as the timeline, we're going to call it a timeline, is, is, is concerned. Um, it's a bit wonky. It's all over the place. But we, we know that sh- uh, the movie takes place about a, little, a little ways out there. What yeah. do you think Melissa's been up to in all that time?
2: Right. I think, you know, she's been spending, um, so much more time at the hospital as we know she runs that joint, you know, I think, I think that, I think that she's probably been learning to, you know, let go of her son a little bit, let him have his independence, you know, that, that is a natural progression as we all age and, you know, we become ourselves. Um, yeah, I think she's also been putting the pedal to the metal for her professionally, you know, there's some changes there and, uh, and yeah, it was really great to be back in the house. I got to tell you, I mean, just personally, okay. you know, cause I mean, we spent a lot of time shooting the show, you know, we spent a lot of time in that house and that house is a, is a, even though it's a set, it's a real place for all of us. And so when I got the opportunity to go out to Los Angeles and walk in, it was literally like, well, everybody kept saying, this is like a fever dream. Like, this is so strange that we're all back here working again together, but it really was a really, you know, not everybody gets this opportunity to go back, so we're all very excited. Kind of make me tear up
4: over
1: Aww. Here.
2: <laughs> Aww. I keep repeating myself, but I mean, I mean it. I mean, that's that's fine. That's okay. I uh,
1: was rewatching the series finale and you get some pretty badass moments there. Yeah. Do you think that Melissa was training with uh, Chris Argent during the time, and we maybe get some more fight scenes or
4: anything?
2: I, you know, I gotta hand it to Jeff. You know, one of the things. Oh. Uh, forgive me if you already know the story, but when I was approached to do Teen Wolf, first off, I was not the first choice. Shocking. But that's okay. Really? Um, (laughs) Best choice. Best choice. choice. I know, but it was, and and so I remember um, my manager at the time, he was like, well, you know, know, it's gonna be shooting in Atlanta, Atlanta's home for you, it's gonna be great, because I was in Los Angeles at the time, and he was like, and listen, you know, they've got the parents, but then it might be only three or four episodes, and then they're gonna write the parents out a la Vampire Diaries. And I think one of the smartest things that Jeff ever did um, was open the parents to what was going on and really making the parents part of the show. Because, you know, when you're watching these shows and you got all these kids running around, like, you know, running the world, um, I mean, it's really great to suspend belief, but I mean, I think that that kind of just grounds us a little bit more, you know, in, 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 in where we are. And um, and you know and and for for Jeff to bring everybody in actor wise to to do different things okay. you know he he never really pigeon-toed, I think anyone to just be in this one particular mold and you know. Um, you know, M- Melissa McCall is a nurse, so you only see her in the hospital. No, you see her in the forest, and you see her maybe picking up a weapon, and you see her trying to do something on the side that might be a little bit more holistic, that's, you know, not her normal training. And so he, he has really allowed at least this character to branch out, and, um, you know, I think we're all forever grateful for all the opportunities. And when you're, on any show, you know, when, when an actor looks back, it's like, wow, I've been shot to death, <laughs> and I was married, you know, and I had a baby and, you know, um, you know and, and, and personal loss and, you know, and, and personal gain and all these things. And, and that's why most of us choose this career is because, you know, we want to be somebody different doing a different experience every time that we show up. And, you know, and, and Teen Wolf has allowed that even within the parameters of our characters to kind of branch out. Did I answer the question? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure, because I'll just keep rambling for yes. a while. Yes. And
1: I completely agree. I feel like what really made the show, um, like, the family feel real is the fact that they didn't write other parents, mm-hmm. like, you know, became involved. And, you know, Scott, I've commented on this before, but Scott's wearing, like, Target clothes, which Mm. makes sense for, like, a working single mom and stuff instead of, like, a $300 jacket and stuff, which just seems, like, where are these kids getting their money? Jackson, maybe, but it doesn't make any sense on these other teen shows where the parents just are gone for, like, just nine months out of the year. They're just disappeared, and then, yeah, they're wearing, like, $1,000 clothes. It just doesn't make sense, but Teen Wolf felt very, very real, which was a great contrast to the werewolves on the show.
2: Yeah, yeah. we'll give it up to Barbara for that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There was even one scene where um, I wore one. Uh, I wore a shirt that was one of um, Scott's shirts, and she's like, "That makes sense. Yeah. You're a mom who's a nurse. We don't have a lot of money. You know what <laughs> I mean? You would probably would be ha- wearing your, you know, your child's hand me downs. My mom wore my stuff. It makes it makes complete sense. You know.
3: You touched on this a little bit. We actually wanted to ask about the parents because that was something that really. Set Teen Wolf apart from something like The Vampire Diaries or The Secret Circle. Can you tell us anything about the role of the parents in the movie?
2: No. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: other, other than to say that they are involved, and you know that 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 speaks volumes again to the choices that um, you know the creators and the writers make. We are very involved in in the movie, and it makes it that much more, I think, layered. You know, it's 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 fun to see the adult perspective when with kids and vice versa. I think, and and it and it, there's a certain amount of um, tension that plays there, um, in a way, uh, and also uh, you know lessons learned. And and you know, I think it's a symbiotic relationship between um, you know a parent and the child. You're constantly learning from one another, and I hope you see that in the movie. If not, just tell me so.
3: The movie has a lot of familiar faces, including you, Tyler Heckland, Colton Haynes, Ian Bowen, J.R. Bourne, Ryan Kelly, and Lyndon Ashby, all of whom are also at HowlerCon this year. Yay! Cool. Yeah. Um, the movie has some new faces, too, like Vince Mattis, Amy L. Workman, and Nope Nakanishi. Did you get a chance to work with any of them on the movie? And what was it like bringing them into the fold of Teen Wolf?
2: I think everybody's really excited about the new characters. They're all lovely. We all got to meet each other. Um, I personally didn't have scenes with with anyone new, um, but they they were all up for the task. And it was really great also to, um, I talked with Little Mm Dill and and Kylan and, and, they were like really excited to be in Atlanta because mm-hmm. being in Atlanta is a different experience than being in Los Angeles, right? right. So they could kind of move like ninjas in Atlanta and they could get together and go places and have fun and build their right. own relationships as, as, you know, younger cast members. Um, and, you know, I mean, the older cast got together too, don't get me wrong, but I mean, <laughs> You know i think one of the things that i think we all pride ourselves on is that if there's a new new person we we try to feel make them feel as welcome as possible right and we try to let them you know um to know hey we're here we're available uh you know hang out let's do this you know let's sit together at lunch so nobody feels like they're on the out from day one um because we've all been you know just like anybody else, you show up to a job and you don't know anybody, right? right. I mean, that's that's kind of a tough thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, in the film world, it can be, you know, you're sitting there and it's you in front of that camera, and you need allies in that day to make sure that you're doing, you know, you're doing your job, and, and you know how to get to the cafeteria and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. So we tried, we try to do that for all the new people, and I think I think you're gonna love them all. I think you, I hope you love all the new characters. I think we will.
1: Were so. you surprised to learn that Derek had a son? Yeah! <laughs> Who's the mom? It's a very good question. Yeah.
2: yeah! Were you guys surprised? Yes. Yeah, right? I mean, that would Out the gate. Out the gate. Wait, there's Simmerings back there. What? Is there tea back there? Does somebody <laughs> want to... It? Is there a comment, no? Okay, all right. Betsy left,
1: Well, she
3: has a fan theory that's
1: just golden. Oh. Oh. She shared it on our episode, yeah. Yes.
0: That's right, yes.
1: Yes, I my mouth,
3: it's so yes.
1: hilarious.
5: You're
0: the <laughs> She's
5: back there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> 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 you
2: volunteer as tribute, as they say. Yeah, I mean, that was really interesting, and I'm gonna throw that to Will. Can you talk about that a little?
6: No.
1: Yeah. Okay. No. 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 All right. All right. No. Would you ever like to see Melissa play grandma to a little t- or a little baby werewolf? I a mean, you will,
2: Circle of Life. True. Circle of Life. Mm-hmm. You know, fingers crossed that, uh, you know, that we we. You know, when I say we, the collective we, have done our jobs to really put something out there that's really special that people tune in for, and that we can continue. You know, doing what we love, and you guys have something that you love to watch, and so that would be really symbiotic. And you know, there might be there might be a little wolf on the way. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. think into my next question, have you heard any murmurings about possibilities of spinoffs or more movies or anything? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean that's the short answer
0: elaborate yeah,
2: uh, you know, yes, I mean, we're all very hopeful, we're all very hopeful that that happens, um you know, but again, it was just golden to be able to have this opportunity and and have people um you know old faces and new faces come and and and, and play in the sandbox again. I always thought I always thought that it would be really interesting as I sit here and hop um to have an spin spinoff
6: Yeah. Yes.
2: Okay, so imagine this. Okay, do you guys watch Twilight Zone?
6: Yeah. Yes.
2: Right. Do you remember that one where, um, you know, you're in black and then eyes open and there's somebody that's like being operated on? Okay, so it's that, only it's Melissa opening her eyes. Oh my god. And what? And she's in Eichenhaus.
1: Oh.
2: And she doesn't know how she got there. Okay. So, because I always thought that that would have been an amazing spinoff because there's so many characters, so many stories. And for me, I have always thought, I've spent, much like everybody else, we've all spent time in the hospitals with loved ones, right? Mm -hmm. And you've got those heroes in there, all those doctors, nurses, everybody that's there trying to save lives. What is it like when they wake up in the hospital? That must be a certain level of, of... terrifying if they if you and you don't know why you're there right so i always thought that that would have been work on it will work on it he actually does have
1: some spinoffs i won't get into it because it's not mine but one of them does include melissa oh
3: it
0: does let's do it Y'all all better be signing up for <laughs>
1: yeah. Sign up Paramount,
0: Paramount Plus, Plus the day this movie comes out, so that I can then go to Paramount and be like, look awesome. at look at these riches I've given you for large amounts of money. That is that, you would pay me. Is that the pitch? That is that's it. Can I, I, I think I'll Riches! It. I'll workshop it. It's a win win. It's a give win-win. us more riches. Exactly. No, it's it's a win win, and <laughs> the pitch I think
1: it's just like. Teen Wolf equals dollar sign. Okay. That's the
0: one page. Well, it, that, a the, story of emojis. Hey, I love that's it. That's exactly, there's there's a story about how uh, James Cameron pitched aliens um, to, to Fox. And he went in to this first pitch, he had a whiteboard, and he wrote alien up there. And everybody's like, yeah, it was great. Then he wrote an S, aliens, and they're like, yeah, and then you put a line through the s to make a dollar sign and they were like yeah we got it yeah.
6: yeah
0: so there you go i mean everybody everybody loves team wolf i mean there is enough universe of team wolf yeah. to go around you know it's like new characters new creatures new everything it's why does i keep saying this i've said this to jeff and joe and it's like why does dc get to have all the fun cuz yeah. they they're you know why do they get they, you know, they are doing so well with TV, all the, the shows, you know, from the DC universe. I'm like, what about us? We could, we could have some fun too. So we'll see.
2: All right. Fingers crossed.
0: Oh, I want that so much. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So right now we're not sure how Allison returns in the movie, yeah. but it has to be a trial for Scott. I mean there's no way yes. it, it wouldn't be. So um since Melissa has always been a real compass for Scott, yes. how do you think she'll advise him mm. in this because i mean <laughs> at all of all the times Scott gets knocked down mm-hmm. there's it's Melissa. Mm-hmm. You know, he Scott has a very strong pack. There's always just one person mm. who gives him the best advice. Mm-hmm. So what do you think?
2: Good old What's-Her-Name's back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is a line from the first season because I was like, uh, what's her name? So uh, show of hands, how excited are we that Crystal's back? Oh, good. Yeah, we were all very excited. Um, very, very excited to have her back. And she's very excited as well. I would say without giving anything away that I think that the the... You know the the thread of how the, that mother son relationship has always been is follow your heart, mm-hmm. and I believe that that is still the advice that is given to this day. And so yes. we'll just have to see how that you know pans out. It doesn't always pan out well, you guys, <laughs> but we shall see.
5: Excellent,
3: excellent. Good. Were you surprised <laughs> to learn that uh, that Crystal Reed is joining the movie and that? We don't know exactly what context that's going to be in, but when you learned that news, were you
2: shocked? Well, the first person that I learned was coming back was actually, and I was really, really happy. and I are, are, are close. Um, you know, we both live in Atlanta.
1: No one do that.
3: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Did
0: I'm down for everything. So wasn't that a hilarious that's joke? Not a,
2: that's not a. Is that a secret? I mean, I don't know what's. We shit.
0: Oh wait, Jeff is calling me. I, mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how that happened. So. All of our... Close the doors, please. All of our best friends in here are definitely not tweeting right now. I didn't think that that was a secret. I don't know.
2: I mean, you know... With, with creative storytelling, there's always going to be touchstones. There's always going to be – there has to be flashbacks. There has to be stuff that brings you to where we are now. Uh-huh. So, you know, um, look – look, there will be old and new faces. That's what I will say. So,
0: um, That is accurate. That is accurate,
2: yeah. So there, there'll be, there's going to be more. Um, but, yeah, so I was really excited to see, like, you know, who and how – and And why who who was coming back? and so, yeah, I was really excited. Um, you know again, another character that you know, you know we didn't we didn't get to spend that much time together. I think we had maybe one or two scenes through the whole time that you know we were filming, and so it was just really great to sometimes the best times that we have are um you know in the makeup trailer or at lunch, you know, just just kicking and doing all that good stuff, and you know catching up on everybody's lives. so. Yeah, We recently
1: talked uh, to uh, Paul Ray of the uh, Teen Wolf Wiki, and yeah. he got to see some scenes. And he said at one point he was just looking at the script and saying, F*** you, Jeff. How many moments of surprise did you have while reading through the script?
2: Well, it was, I mean, you know, for me, it, it's when, when you're reading something and, and you're, you know, you're going back in your head. To what you have created, and and there it is, and there it is, like uh, you know, personified in a different way. It it was never really the um, you know the f- you of it all. It was always like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that, and look what they did there, and how they tied this in. And so that was the surprise for me is when you're when you're combing through it, and you're and you're and you're seeing your own history there. Mm. That was a lot of fun for me. You know, um, was it fun for you?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It was, I was in Indiana. This was months before the announcement there's going to be a movie. I was in Indiana with these two right here for a birthday party, and we were playing a board game, and uh, I had my phone away from me, and I was like, "Eh," we're taking a break, so I just looked, and there was a missed call from Jeff, and then a text from Jeff. I checked the text, and it said, call me now. And so I ran outside and called him, and he was like, hey, what's going on, man? Where are you? I was like, oh, I'm in Indiana with Kate and Calissa, and he goes, okay, great. Don't tell anyone. You can tell them don't tell anyone but there's going to be a movie and all that and so i mean for and then i totally thought it was like i'd be able to go on deadline right then and see it and then nothing happened for months and months Mm -hmm. and i was just like what's happening and i would text jeff and he'd be like "Ah, it's up to paramount when they do all this and but just getting that call was fantastic and and just being able to work with uh, not as, as many as you got to work with because you were on set, but just, you know, with, with Jeff, Joe, and Russell mm-hmm. and and all that was, it was it felt like no time passed, honestly, because we were writing in the same offices that we'd written in previously. And so it was just like going back to work, yep. you know, and, and it felt like nothing had changed. Yep. You know, we were just like, you, you walk in and there's an empty, uh, uh, an empty whiteboard. And you're like, well, we got to fill that up right. in a certain amount of time. Right. And if you don't, are in trouble and, right. and that type of thing and so uh it was just it's fantastic always team was always fantastic so
2: and you had 100 hours of source material.
0: Yes, yes, it was it was fantastic because like, um, Jeff was working on another show at the time. He's got Eon Flux happening, so he was with those writers.
2: Did you know that? Did you all know that? Did you know that? <laughs>
0: and, uh, and so he would...
6: He, Thanks he, for playing. Yes, he
0: would be with us for a couple hours a day and we'd, we'd work really hard and then he'd kind of send us home with, with homework and mm-hmm. all that. And then it's like, he'd, he'd be like... Do you remember this thing or that thing? And then it's like, well, I've got—I had all the, the episodes on my computer. So that night, I'd go home. I have to go through the episodes and find the things he was talking about, and then be like, "Here's the pitch based on what your idea was, and and all that, based on like how can we make it, you know, uh, relate back to the awesome hundred hours of TV show we have? And because um, you're right, you know, old faces in you in the movie. It was very much like, where have we been? Right. And like how. How to word this correctly?
2: How do words?
0: How do words? people. How do um,
2: Well, how yeah. to elevate it, really. I mean, how yeah, to take the story exactly, and then, Yes. you know, how do you, make it, how do you make it bigger? How do you make it better? How do you make it more shiny? Right. Whatever, whatever exactly. it is. How do you tie it in? Right. You know, we have a certain amount of time. We have a certain amount of people. We have a certain amount of, um, you know, material. How do, we, how, do we, how do we make that happen? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. In a new and different, exciting way.
0: Right. But the same. Exactly. <laughs> but, the same, but, the same, but the same, but different.
1: I mean, I just imagine it—like the first Avengers movie. You got so many characters, you're just trying to fit into a story, like without you know, making it feel overloaded, and making sure everyone has their time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm very excited to see how that plays out.
0: Well, that was one of the first things we did because we had a big whiteboard, and then we put a smaller whiteboard next to it. And on the smaller whiteboard, we, I listed out all the characters from Teen Wolf, and then it was just like, and then Jeff kind of came in and pitched, and it was like, "Who do we need?" for this story and then it just started whittling down that list until we got to the final number and uh it's just like these are the characters what's that 96 96 characters (laughs) 96 speaking parts and um but that's what it was where it was just like taking because we have like uh we have an embarrassment of riches of great characters on the show but then it's like but not all of them are necessary for every particular story and it's just figuring out who's best for the story and then that took time but uh it was it was fun it was, it was fantastic cool just they fantastic.
2: don't let us in the writer's room
0: that is not accurate
2: I go in the writer's room all the time
0: see not accurate <laughs> not not accurate at all so yeah no we would bring we would bring we brought y'all in at the beginning of seasons and talked about just like what do you what do y'all think like here's some here here's Jeff you know Jeff would be like this is what I think we're gonna do it's like what do you think
2: no I'm just I'm saying physically I would walk in the room every once in a while and you guys would be working I also adopted a desk in production and it was just this empty desk and it was my desk and everybody then knew that it was my desk and sometimes we just all need a quiet space and I would go there and Tend like I was a secretary. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, like, yes, I need a less stressful job. Let's yes, just go to production yes, yes. And, and deal with that. Totally.
3: So, so on the podcast, we've talked a lot about the women of Beacon Hills, uh, particularly how Melissa McCall is the heart of the show. Oh, it's, it's true. We all know. <laughs> uh, Lydia has one of the clearest, most interesting character arcs over the show, in our opinion. Without getting into spoilers, can you tell us anything about how the movie continues to develop these characters?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think our show writes for women. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: You know, I mean, I think, you know, individually and also as a group, and that's something really wonderful to uh, experience. You know, a lot of times, you know, you, you you don't get that opportunity through a character because, you know, we're, a lot of times, and we're all grateful for it as actors, Sometimes we're there just to move the story along and that's important, right? Um, This is gonna deviate a little bit, um, but sometimes as actors, we're, we're auditioning for one line, right? And you might be like, oh my gosh, just one line. But that one line has gone through 57 edits, Right, it's gone through. Um, you know, it's it's been rewritten. It's gone through editing. You know, all these different hierarchies of people. It's gone through. Uh, you know, the studio and everything. It's gone through the budget. So that one line is really important because it does something. It moves the story along. And a lot of times, that's that's the opportunity that we get, and that's the opportunity that we're very grateful for as actors, to move the story along. But sometimes, you're really part of the story. And I think that that is what everyone has done creatively for each one of these characters, is that we are all part of the story. We're all valid. Our points of view are valid. What we bring to the story character-wise is valid. And, um, and that gives you know, our characters a lot of power individually. And, it, you know, and we all feel very important. And I hope that you guys feel that each character is very important when you watch us, because we try to bring that every day. We try to bring that every day, and um, you know. And I was, I was actually talking with um, Posey, and it was like, we really want to make every day count for this movie. We really want to bring our A game, and we want to show up, and we want to make the best, the best movie that we can. Um, because again, not everybody gets to do this, and so I think we were all very dedicated each day to show up with our best for for women and men, but especially you know for the women.
1: Women <laughs> Women are great. Women are great. Can I just say, like, on the subject of maybe only having one line, I started watching the girl from Plainsville and I was so oh, annoyed my. that you were there, but then not saying oh, anything. I was like, yeah. Why aren't you like a lead? Yes,
2: yeah, so have you guys seen The Girl from Plainville? Woo! Woo! Okay. It's a it's a very important story, so if you get to watch it, um, please do. But that was one of those things, you know, I auditioned. It was two lines. I had to say something really weird about an alligator, and then like <laughs> and I was like, "Watch out for that alligator! We're going to be late for lunch." And I sent off the um, I sent off the audition, and and then they came back and they were like, "We would like you to be part of this family. You're going to round out the family. You're going to be there at certain graduations and certain you know lifetime um, you know milestones." And it ended up you know I thought. How many episodes could this be? Well, it was five episodes. We shot in Savannah.
6: Nice. You know,
2: I mean, it was there for, for many, many days. And so, um, again, it's just like it's, a, it's an amazing job to have because you never know what's next. And you have to be open and willing to to do what you think on paper might be something small that actually is really, really grand. I ate a lot of seafood, you guys. <laughs>
1: I still need to finish it, but Wilkin, I was like texting him, angry texting, being like, they're underusing Melissa. Uh, I I
2: can
0: vouch, (laughs) I can vouch. vouch.
2: But I mean, it's one of those things, you know, they give you material to do and sometimes you only have 42 minutes and so stuff gets cut. And, you know, and and the superfluous characters, so to speak, the ones that are just there to kind of represent people and maybe not have that much of the story. You know, we get get left behind, but that's okay. Cause the checks, cash. (laughs) There it is do you know what I'm saying yes
0: there it is that is that is the heart of acting
2: cash and writing
0: cash and everything. yes cash everything yeah. that's the world we live but in but the
2: truth is is we do it for free just don't
1: tell anybody
0: don't, don't tell, tell a anybody. soul don't tell a soul don't tell a soul don't do it so. don't do it <laughs>
1: You shared a photo of some wedding bands from props on your Insta. Yeah. Is there going to be a wedding in Beacon Hills? No,
2: that was just totally random.
0: There's
1: no
2: wedding in Beacon Hills. That was just a photo. That was just a behind the scenes photo that I was taking. They had it on the props table. And I, and I thought that like the sticker was kind of fun or whatever. Um, Again, trying not to spoil anything, even though I'm sitting here giving you spoilers for some reason. So yeah, no, that was just totally random. And then everybody was like, oh my gosh, is there a wedding? And I'm like, no, liar. You know what I mean? Like, this is a slip up. But uh, no, it was just, it was just part of the props. You know, you can only so show so much blood. True. Uh,
1: I, whenever Will got the script, I was like, okay, now start like doing like keyword searches for like wedding, marriage, proposal. Yeah, just one of those random
0: I didn't things. tell her what I found, but I was oh. just like, I'm searching. There's not a wedding. There's
1: guys. nothing. There's no, he no. told me the time. There's, There's nothing. I don't know what's happening Well, here. that's because
0: when I saw the picture, I was just like,
1: what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I went back to the outline that I had, and I was just like, what? What? And then, but then I was like, hey, Jeff's had this thing I for was a get married? What?
1: <laughs> Zing! There it is. Yeah, I don't so, know. I don't know why they were there.
0: There you yeah. go. So
1: We actually have a little bingo card that Kate made up. Uh, I'm sure you know most of the answers to these, but oh. For whatever the film comes out to play along with at home.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, wait. So whatever. I don't know what this is about.
1: Okay, so like whenever people are, we're gonna post it on our site. But like whenever the movie comes out, people can play bingo of like, okay, Derek's life sucks. Go ahead. That in. Yeah. Dead character not is not dead. Sun smile lights up a room. Uh, people walk in. Epic slow mo. Okay. So... It's
6: Teen Wolf. So
1: <laughs> some fool underestimates Melissa. Buildings are abandoned. The body count rises. Deaton is mysterious, and the screen is dark and full of creatures. Yes. I get it now. <laughs> okay, thank you.
0: Yes. Sometimes I'm five. That's okay.
1: That's okay. Yeah, we're, we'll post this so anyone okay. that wants to play along, whenever they watch the movie, and it, we'll just see if all of that gets filled in.
0: It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Do you? Uh, spoilers aside. More spoilers aside. Do you have a favorite memory from the movie? Just...
2: Yes, I do, and it happens kind of early, and it—I it, this very rarely happens, mm-hmm. um, but you know because we've worked together for so long, it, it, and you everyone has watched for so long, you know you hear the characters in your mind, right? And you can hear their cadence, and you can kind of maybe hear their delivery, and there's something that happens very early, um, and I literally laughed out loud. In dialogue. Very and dialogue, nice. and I was like, "This is a this is a fun moment right here." Nice. Yeah, and there's cussing.
0: There is cussing. There Spoiler is, alert. There is cussing.
2: Someone says the F word multiple, I know who times. Says it multiple times. So,
0: <laughs> so and that,
2: that's fun. That's new. Well,
0: that was definitely something because, like, I remember how it came up, and it was talking. Someone was like, "Can can we cuss?" And and of course, Jeff was like, "Yeah." <laughs> This is Paramount Plus, baby. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. And so, so.
2: then when, when you see that in dialogue, then everybody, and it, uh, forgive me for language if this is bad for everybody, but um, we're just going to push through on this. So once you know that you can cuss, then everybody wants to cuss. So then everybody is like, let's get to the fucking hospital. You know? What's Lunch, like everybody, all their characters are trying to get it in, and it's just like, no, that's not going to happen. They're going to cut that out.
0: It's like the kids have learned a new word. Yeah. And once it's yeah, learned, yeah, there is no totally coming totally, back from that. Totally. But yeah, that's that's just fantastic. So
2: thank you, everybody, yes, for being y'all. here. Thank you. It's thank so for nice Lisa, to
0: see your faces. you for joining We're gonna have
7: a fun weekend. It's gonna, be a,
2: great it's gonna weekend. be a great weekend. Thanks for being here, you guys. Really, it's yes. gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Thank you.
0: All right, Wolfies, we had a great time talking with the always amazing Melissa Ponzio. But over the course of the con, we were able to interview fans and a few other actors. And this is what they had to say. Calissa, would you like to ask Mr. Lyndon Ashby a question oh, for our me, podcast? Ask me, ask me, ask uh, Oh, so please do. <laughs> it's no.
1: a, you could have your own spinoff movie and it could be any genre at all I'm as the sheriff. Man. What would it be? I'm talking about it, actually
8: Oh my God! Uh, a spin off movie and Stalinsky does what? Um,
1: Anything you want could be any Do yeah. you, you want to be a musical?
8: Yeah. Not a I know, yeah, musical. No, yeah. I, I can't see Stalinsky in a musical, <laughs> but maybe he would be. Um, he could definitely do a cooking show. <laughs> That'd be um, awesome. <laughs> or I don't know, he'd probably be a cop somewhere, but in a better location. Yeah. at yeah. the beach at investigating the beach.
0: a murder and it's endless summer part two there you go Surf three
8: part three part, I forgot there's part two yes, yes there already is one yes, yes. fantastic yes. he surfs his way around the world to solve a crime
1: I love it yeah. I love it I'd too that there you go yeah.
8: <laughs> surfing Stalinski. surfing Stilinski oh
1: yeah fantastic. that's a great title we do a mock up poster
8: for yeah that. we'll do a mock up <laughs> poster but then, I'd, and have to, then, to then to I'd have to talk like every actor talks in surf oh, movies so if you I don't know you're a writer give me a line of dialogue about the ocean go ahead
0: uh, that's my wave brah So you're okay. supposed
1: to give it like a regular one, so you can. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. oh, oh, I'm
0: sorry. Uh uh, 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 uh. Stop! He's getting away on that surfboard. Yeah.
8: So that's where you'd say in real life. Stop! He's getting away on the surfboard. But in a surf movie, you go like this. You go, stop! He's getting away on the surfboard. It's like they go. They instead of they're going you know, like it's a long period swell looks like sets of ten or so whatever they go it's a long period swell <laughs> they get all like philosophical yeah. but I'm like just say that yeah, yeah we have these conversations every day and no one like goes all Batman voice no
0: no. regular yeah but no that'd still be awesome surfing yeah. Slinsky surfing oh, i like Stilinski. point
1: break with Slinsky
0: there you go now that would be there awesome fun action <laughs> yep. yeah well Get the surfing and uh, the martial arts. There you and go. And the cooking. Yeah, and the system. cooking, because <laughs> yeah. surfers gotta eat. Exactly. Surfers gotta eat. So um, and
8: to. I don't know, maybe Stilinski like does that thing where he retires and like every cop in the world he buys a bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you
1: go, yes. yeah. Then um, someone from the past shows up. Oh my god, were, there was a, uh, there was
8: actually a there was a old uh English series called El Cid, C and it was a, oh, oh no.
0: Ian oh, Bowen just walked in with no. a bell. I don't know what's happening here. Oh no. <laughs>
8: Glasses. Glasses. Uh, that's a good do you like tequila? Uh sure. You will like that if we're doing shots, it's pretty damn tasty. Nice. Yeah. Is... You don't shoot that, you just sip it. Oh, sipping tequila. Yeah. Got it. Um, Very nice. But it was about two cops who retired partners. They move, they they buy a bar and a boat. You know, like they're like every cop's dream. And uh, they move to this island or whatever, and they don't realize that it's one of the only places in the world that doesn't have an extradition treaty with, with Great Britain. Nice. And so every criminal in Great Britain is there, find out they used to be cops, they burn their boat, they, they sink the boat and burn the bar in the first episode. Nice. <laughs> I love that
6: premise. Nice. Oh That's fantastic. i never heard of it.
8: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Was it,
0: was the, because i remember when cheers the owner of the bar in cheers was he an old
8: cop sam malone I no i thought the no 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 oh oh the old guy the old guy who was
0: like in the first season yeah, and, no. then and, the, and then is not in he the died. show he
8: died like, oh like, i did he not know that died. oh okay yeah oh, yeah um and then sam took over yeah yeah i don't know if he was an ex-cop yeah much. yeah there you go yeah yeah Right. Don't know, but Don't that's know. what it'd be. Surfing Slinsky who owns yeah. a bar in a tropical location and, and a boat. Okay,
1: I would yep. totally watch that. A bar and mind. a boat,
8: goes fishing and catching criminals. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and drinking. Right. Yeah. We're going to do some <laughs> drinking, yeah. some criminal catching, and some fishing.
0: Sounds good to me. Yep. Thank you very much, Lyndon, for awesome. answering that question. You're very welcome. <laughs> All right, folks, I'm at Halicon with Mads, and what we want to know is what are you most excited for in the new movie?
7: seeing more of Deputy Parrish because Ryan Kelly is my fave.
0: Wow, I love that.
7: Elaborate, please. What do you mean? Like, just more of him? <laughs> like, I mean, listen, I just want more Parrish. I want to know more about Parrish. I'm hoping they'll expand on him a little. Nice. Um, I hope to get to see him fight a bit more with the team itself. Like, we've seen a lot of him just doing stuff off on the side with the nice. sheriff. Nice, I want to see him more with the pack. Okay.
0: Well, having worked on the script for the movie... I think you might enjoy some things <gasps> in the movie, so we'll have to just see how all that plays out. So and all that. Also, do you? Could you give us a? a Could you give us a suggestion for a what if episode on our podcast? We like to do bonus episodes where we just do what if what if styles got the bite? What if uh, Victoria had lived? Like what would have happened if we just made one small change? What do you think would be an interesting single change that would shake the foundations of Teen Wolf?
7: So one of my head cannons, it, for a long time, one of my head, canons, head cannons, was when Jordan first came on, mm-hmm. that he was Isaac's older brother. And
0: I've that heard that would before. Have been
7: so cool to see that like actually be a thing because right. that would have been like, oh, more family, you exactly. know? Exactly. Um, but another one that I really would have liked to have seen was, um, so I also think it would have been interesting if had came back from the hunt mm-hmm. without his own memories okay yeah okay so like he had amnesia he didn't know who he was it which is the reverse of what happened to his friends exactly so like i think that would have been a cool thing to explore
0: no that would have been a lot of fun where everyone kind of goes through the what the hell is a styles and then getting it all back and then he returns and he's like what who? Who, he, who is this? And, I don't, and
7: he doesn't know anybody. Yeah. And Scott's, like, acting like he's his best bud. And it's like, hmm, but we don't know you. I don't exactly. know you, you know, yeah.
0: so. No, that would be, there would be fantastic drama because it's like, I guess that kind of delves into, like, how much our personality is kind of, not dictated, but, uh, massaged Mm -hmm. by context. You know, that it's the context of growing up in a certain place with certain people Mm -hmm. kind of uh, influences who you are and your personality. So if you strip all that out, you're still you, but it's like But there's that
7: extra pressure of feeling like you have to perform, like you have to be that person that everyone thinks you are, but you're like, I don't know that person, so I'm going to be the person I am now. Right, exactly. And like, I've actually thought, I'm a writer, so I've thought this out, and I've thought about like writing this out and being like, and he and he has this issue of all these people that know him and so he like runs away from Beacon Hills and he's like I need to back away I need space I need to figure out who I am I need to figure out where my memories went if I can ever get them back you know so
0: very nice yeah well if you ever write it we would love to read it
7: so. Oh, well, definitely. I mean, I'll hit you up. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. We look forward to it. Thank you very much for talking with yeah, us. Yeah,
7: of course. It was so great to see you guys
0: here at the CON. Wonderful to see you, too.
7: All right.
0: Thank you so much. All right, folks. We are at HellerCon with uh, the one and only Deputy Parrish, Ryan. And we want to know if you could be, if your character could have a spinoff movie, not necessarily horror, yeah, what kind of genre would your spinoff movie be?
6: Uh well I'd like it to be action you know he's like a oh uh, yeah he's a, a a spinoff would be something law enforcement right so yeah. maybe he's a private eye very or cool. like a detective um in action nice I think that makes sense with Parrish
0: good <laughs> action who would be the director of this then for a good action film with Parrish the hell uh happened? well I mean where are we going anyone yeah anyone. anyone well I'm gonna exclude any Teen Wolf uh
6: director to not hurt any feelings right okay, okay. You I mean, gotta go big. You gotta go Michael Bay. You gotta just
0: explosions. Things there you just go. Very nice. insane. Just buildings crashing for no reason. They're like, wait, what? That's perfect. Like, I don't care. It's, it'll be massive. Nice, and it'll be pretty because yeah. he shoots pretty films. Yes. So excellent. And, Have I you seen... like, and I like his budgets. They are yeah. massive. I think I'd get a good payday if that was his. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Have you seen uh, *Ambulance*? No. It's supposed to be actually good yeah yeah like the story is supposed to be because he's he's got the spectacle and all that but yes. sometimes the story and characters may be a little lacking yes yes and all that but a lot of people are saying that Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, oh my god the actor from Watchmen I can't remember his name all of a sudden Watchmen. yeah you gotta watch Watchmen yeah. um, uh, but it's supposed to be fantastic it's super okay. good so all right so it's gonna be on my radar very nice. All right, guys. It's going to be a Michael Bay Parish film. It's a, a private <laughs> eye, and buildings fall down for no reason. So yes, there we go. Explosions. Awesome. Non-stop carnage. Awesome. Uh, police chases on highways, buildings, I mean, uh, bridges collapsing. I want it all. Nice. Basically Transformers, but Parish. Transformers, but Parish. You heard it here, folks. So I'm at Hallercon with Jenna, and I want to ask her, what is the one thing you're most excited about for the new movie?
7: Uh, that would be to see how exactly Allison is going to come back.
0: Okay, interesting. Interesting. Do you have any theories of your own?
7: Um, I'm not too sure. Maybe, you know, one that I've always thought someone could have bitten her just before she got turned, or the fact that Scott tried to, like, save her. Mm -hmm. Maybe he did something that we didn't see, and it didn't take, Mm -hmm. so he thought she died, and... She's, you know, just been out there all along.
0: That's true. She wouldn't be the first Argent who we thought died and who showed up later as another creature. So, interesting, interesting. Okay, well, speaking of what ifs, We like to, on the podcast, do bonus episodes where we just ask a a question. You know, like, what if Styles got the bite instead of Scott? Or what if uh, Victoria didn't die? So what could be one change that would alter the foundations of Teen Wolf uh, that you might be interested in hearing about?
7: Uh, I think it would be, what if Kate was raised by her mother or just wasn't raised by Gerard? Because I feel like a lot of... The things that Kate has done has been through influence from Gerard, and if Gerard wasn't influencing her, then, you know, practically nothing that's happened could have happened.
0: That's very true. We never really delved into... uh mama argent so uh that would be interesting to to know like what gerard's wife was like and maybe she was softer or maybe she was like victoria who knows you know so but that would be uh that would be very interesting so awesome well that's a that's a great idea thank you thank you jennifer uh giving us that suggestion and for talking to us and for meeting us here at HowlerCon. and uh i hope you have a great rest of your convention you too awesome thank you very much we're at HowlerCon. Kliss and I are at Hallercon, and we are talking to Hillary and Leilani, and we want to know what are y'all most looking forward to in the new movie. I'm very
1: interested to see the thing mm-hmm. that Melissa was, I guess, not supposed to say, but she did. <laughs> so that now that it's been said, I'm like, okay, wait. So like, I assume there's got to be like a scene or something, like, right? So that I has got to be you. or like a. Type of thing. So, right now, that's what I've been thinking about. Interesting. That's interesting. Oh, also, obviously, Derek and Kid. Yep. Like, so those, all the family stuff, I guess.
0: Nice. Fantastic. That's what I'm thinking of right now. All right. What about you, Healer?
7: Uh, yeah pretty much along similar lines uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they bring Allison back you know she's been dead for so long I just don't know how that's going to work I'm also really interested in knowing Eli's parentage but uh, I guess we'll yes. see what the movie comes yes. out yeah but yeah those are probably my two big bigger questions to the movie
4: very nice
0: fantastic well those are fantastic answers and I guess we'll all have to wait till fall to get those answers and see what's going to happen alright thank you all We are at HowlerCon with Mr. Ian Nelson, and we want to know if Young Derek had a spinoff movie, what genre would you like to choose? It doesn't have to be horror, but is there another genre you'd like to see, uh, uh, another type of genre you'd like to see Young Derek in?
5: Well, You know that Young Derek was supposed to have a spinoff. Did you know that? Elaborate. (laughs) See, now we're dropping bombs on the (laughs) plot. So, when I was hired for Teen Wolf, it was a backdoor pilot. My 308 was a backdoor pilot for his first spin-off Derek show, and it never happened. Right. Oh, man. But I think it would have been same tonally as Teen Wolf. Right. Um, probably slightly different. I don't know mm-hmm. how it would have differed. Right. it was... Uh, so, that was interesting. So, technically, your question is rooted in more truth than the Okay. Than All right. So, what tone would it be? Well... If we're looking back, when I was playing in Derek, I feel like the tone of that show would probably be a little more like, I feel like there'd be more innocence to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like there'd be a little more innocence. I feel like it would probably more like, maybe this is just my own desires, but it, was, it, would, it would center more close to like a high school musical vibe. Very cool. Yeah. Cause it's like, the, you know, Derek was cool, played basketball, you know, like
0: Troy. <laughs> You were, you were a very talented musician with that triangle, so... Well, I wasn't making music when I played Teen Wolf, clearly. Because the
5: only instrument they gave me was the triangle. <laughs> but I was not making music back right then.
0: So, wh- okay, well, when did that happen? When did you pick up the guitar? And how did that come about?
5: Well, I made my first song. We finished my first song, uh, 21st Century Love, about two weeks before we went into lockdown. Mm -hmm. But that was my first song. So I really just did music over the pandemic. Wow. It's like that. Yes. So I it's been an interesting journey with music, but I, yes, I I essentially just committed myself to playing guitar a ton and writing a bunch of songs last year and made three music videos and put out three songs. And uh, then when the quarantine lifted, I started going around L.A. with my band. And then about two, three months ago, I started doing a bunch of solo acoustic shows in L.A. Nice. Just, like, trying to get that under my belt. So that came in handy last night. Yes, yes. Even just understanding how to set stuff up and, like, you know. These are all things you have to learn. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And, so, yeah, that's my journey with music. It's been, like, most recently over the past two years. That's fantastic, man.
0: It's so cool that you were able to take... That's so cool that you are able to take the the terrible pandemic and just being locked in a place, you know, and then just... Broadening your horizons with it—I mean, that's that's fantastic. I did not do anything like that, unfortunately. Started I started a podcast. I'm sorry. I started a very popular podcast with two of my best friends who I met on Teen Wolf. So, but that's that's so interesting. So, had you ever dabbled in guitar or any kind of music? I owned a guitar. Okay.
5: I owned a I owned a guitar uh, that I bought myself as a present for uh, booking a role in a movie called The Judge. I bought this kind of, like, not very nice guitar for myself, and uh, I had it laying around for years, but I didn't actually try learning, like, how to play, right. really, until I started making music, because nice. I realized I had to get better the guitar if I wanted to write songs, Right. so I started practicing, I'd say, like, two, two and a half years ago, like, really started to try to learn the instrument,
0: well, it's <laughs> so, so that's it's still fantastic. pretty new to me, but... You're doing fantastic, man. Again, last night's show was a lot of fun, and all the songs are great. So, I mean, uh, well, good luck with all that, and thank you for talking with us. We we greatly appreciate it. It's so. my pleasure. All right, man. We have a great rest of your con, and... And we look forward to seeing everything else you do. Thank you very much. Who, who are you the assistant to? Which, uh, what writer? Oh, uh, I was the writer's assistant for all the, for everybody. And then, um... You
1: wrote five episodes yeah. at the end.
0: I wrote five episodes by the end of it. Yeah, thank you very much. It was, uh... Um, greatest thing that ever happened to me other than meeting my two best friends on what? Teen Wolf. Oh, it's I'm so sorry. And our, unfortunately, our uh, our third co-host, Kate, who I uh, who they've been best friends forever, and who I met both of them on Team Wolf, she tested positive for COVID the day before we were all supposed to get on a plane, and uh, yeah, not ideal. But uh, we've been keeping her updated and and all that, and just trying to make her feel a part of it, and and uh, yeah, but and we'll, we'll all get out to another one and it'll be fantastic so so yeah but all right well thank you very much for talking and uh we'll see you around for the rest of the day all right man thank you, so much. No, thank you very much man yeah nice to meet you too Alright folks, I am at HowlerCon with Gabby with 1B And what we want to know is What are you most excited about for the new Teen Wolf movie?
4: To see how Allison comes back She's one of my favorite characters And when I heard that she was coming back I was extremely, extremely excited Very nice. So I'm really excited to see her back
0: Do you have any theories on how it could be happening?
4: I have one, but I'm like debating on it. It's the drag doctors brought her back, Mm -hmm. even though they're dead, Mm -hmm. but you know, you never know, you know? You never know.
0: You never know. They're
4: unexpected and yeah.
0: Can I let you in on a little secret? Yeah. When we were breaking season five, there was always that tube with the body in it. Yeah. And at one point we were like, well, that's like Chekhov's body. We got to do something with the body. And for a hot minute, we were like, what if it's Allison? What if we, they, they pull out this body and put it on a table, clean it off, and then it's Allison? Sadly, we didn't go down that road very far because we already had some other ideas that we were thinking. Because, you know, like, like 5A leads into 5B. So we kind of knew where we were going in the second half of that season. And we're like, okay, well, this won't work. But for about five minutes, we're like, what if? what if that's what it was? And it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun for a few minutes, but uh, sadly, we didn't go that way. Yeah. Speaking of what ifs, on our podcast, we do bonus episode uh, where we do what ifs and we just kind of take, we to ask a question like, what if Victoria didn't die? Or, you know, uh, what if Styles got the bite? Something like that where it's yeah. one change but affects the entire show. What do you think would be an interesting what if episode? What's one change could have been made that would have just drastically altered the foundation of the show
4: oh i've always had because i i do i write a lot of fan fiction wonderful and one thing i always write about and like i always try to put in my stories is what if scott had like a secret sibling
6: oh
4: or what if styles was secretly scott's brother nice and oh that's another one it's uh, it's just it's a lot. No, I just no. I met Tyler Heckler and I'm like,
0: what? I get it. I get <laughs> it completely. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I totally understand.
4: Uh, it's a, what's a one? one. Oh, what if Melissa? Mm-hmm. What if Melissa was secretly a hunter, but she didn't want to tell Scott?
0: Ooh, that's that's interesting. Maybe. Maybe she was a hunter, but then when he got bit, that kind of threw yeah. a wrench into her works. Because it's like, oh, now I got to hunt my baby and all yeah. that. That's fun. I like that idea a lot. That, I don't know. I could see that happen.
4: Yeah. I can see that happen. Uh, you know, yeah. it's Teen Wolf. Anything exactly. Can
0: no, it is Teen Wolf and anything can happen. So awesome. Well, thank you very much, Gabby with 1B for talking to us. And I uh, hope you have a great rest of your con, okay? Excellent. Thank you for everything. Yes. Awesome. All right, folks, we are at HarlerCon in New Jersey with Mr. Ian Bowen, and do you want to ask the question? Sure. Yes, we have a question.
6: Yes. She's like, I didn't even
0: prepare. No. Oh, we're prepared. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the question is, what do you think would have happened if Peter had won in the first season?
6: Um, if he hadn't been killed and he had remained the alpha, I think he would have devolved into a super maniacal villain Past the point of revenge, and he would have just like blossomed deeper into his uh, psychopathy, psychopathy, and tried to sort of install himself as the king of the the world. And then you know you just don't know any bounds at that point. So thank goodness he didn't. And he's now he's got a long road to hoe to try to get
0: back to where he was. Yeah, Yeah. that makes complete sense. I like that answer a lot. (laughs) I like that answer a lot lot too. That's fantastic. How has CalorCon been treating you? Final, Final one.
6: These are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's got such a great attitude. And it's nice yeah. to see so many faces that you've seen for so many years, especially to get back to even doing them right. after the, um, the virus. So this is only the second one I've done since I think it started. Nice. And it's, you, know, you see a lot of the same people. So you get big hugs, take really great pictures, and we just you know, have a ball
0: nice does I uh, I've watched some of y'all but I'm not familiar with like it's fandom does it do convention stuff like that is they're it just
6: that type of show yeah they're just testing the waters because people do uh, they are really fanatical okay. about oh, yeah. it but it doesn't necessarily cross over into where they would want to do convention stuff gotcha necessarily but uh, there's a little bit excellent Yes, yeah, so it's, it's just fun to celebrate with anybody that really likes the show and wants to just talk about it so Absolutely. for us we're like yeah that's great Absolutely. and that's really all of the stuff
1: I actually worked on The Toe. Are you going to be doing any other projects like that?
6: Um, The Toe was supposed to be like the seed of who that person was and then I wanted to show what his life is and how did he get there Um, because there's so much that happens in such a small space and at the end you're like holy shit. (laughs) Um, So I haven't done it (laughs) yet. I'm a little bit lazy, but I did a lot of work on it and I'm not sure what what it's gonna be yet. Uh Jr. and I are more spending our time talking about Peter and Argent uh, nice than, than Fair that. Nice. But you never know.
0: Both. Yeah. Is directing kinda like that is that in the distance? Yes,
6: absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah directing that was that was one of my favorite days I've ever had on any set. Awesome. And uh, I just enjoy I mean I still love working as an actor and of course I'm not gonna quit, but when you get to tell the story and show you it, it's just a different satisfaction.
7: so nowadays you
6: have to write it to get to direct it fantastic and so you can build whatever you want
0: that's awesome 3d art yeah i love it that's fantastic awesome very cool yeah well thank you very much for talking to us we appreciate it it. anytime that concludes this week's episode of return to beacon hills and our experience at howler 2022 we hope you had as much fun listening as we did talking about all things Teen Wolf. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RTBH Podcast and Tumblr and TikTok at Return to Beacon Hills. If you'd like to ask us questions or offer suggestions for future topics to discuss, you can email us at returntobeaconhills@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast goodness. Five-star reviews get a shout-out. Have a great week and we'll see you again soon on Return to Beacon Hills.
8: Dude, it's Beacon
4: Hills.